The following podcast is a discussion between two experts in their fields of beauty and not meant to be taken as medical advice. Be sure to consult with your doctor if you have any medical inquiries. Hi, this is Dr. Neil Shaw, and you're listening to Masters of Beauty. Dr. Neil Shaw here with Isaiah Syed from the company MEND. For those of you who don't know what MEND is, it is the leading nutraceutical company in the world. These products are designed for you to heal faster and more rapidly from such surgeries as orthopedic surgery and aesthetic procedures. I personally used MEND to recover from my hair transplant procedure, and it is an amazing product. Full disclosure here, I am in the advisory committee for MEND. So without further ado, here is Isaiah Syed. Welcome, Isaiah Sayed, who is the founder and CEO of MEND. And for those of you who don't know about MEND, it is an awesome recovery tool, um, which we're going to talk about in great detail so we can just kind of talk about how this came about. MEND is a life science company that was based in New York City that is researching how nutrition and natural compounds can be utilized to enhance outcomes in healthcare, which, by the way, is the hottest topic in medicine, nutraceuticals, healing from plants and botanicals. Prior to starting MEND, Isaiah had senior executive roles in strategy and innovation for Deloitte and Citibank and has worked in venture capital and multiple technology startups. Isaiah is deeply passionate about all things related to health and wellness. Um, and I know firsthand from dealing with patients who needed to have an emergency case of MEND that um, Isaiah is not just innovator and he's an awesome I'll say an awesome dude because uh, he's come through for us and many of our patients and I'm super honored uh, let's kind of start talking about it and um, uh, how did how did men come about and why did you start men yeah so thank you well first of all thank you for having me dr. Shaw it's been um, an honor to work with you and a leader and a thinker and in, in, in the space and every day that I um, meet with surgeons like yourselves who are Beginning to recognize the value of nutritional intervention in in surgery, it validates my original reason for starting this. And this goes to a really personal experience that I had going back three, four years ago where I had a stress fracture from running. And the stress fracture was very slow to heal. So typically the healing time for a stress fracture is anywhere from six to eight weeks. In my case, I was in a boot for well over 10 weeks. And being an athletic person that likes to be active and out there running – um, for me, it was you know just like a prison sentence. I was absolutely frustrated. And the response from my surgeon was, there's not a whole lot you can do, that the healing was going to take its course, and that you really just had to wait it out. And on my way home from that particular meeting with my podiatrist, um, that didn't resonate with me. And I started to ponder and wonder whether I was nutritionally compromised or deficient, and that was compromising my healing. So the first thing I did when I went home was I Googled nutrition for healing. And the very first article that came up was from Hospital for Special Surgery. For those who don't know it, it's the perennial leader in orthopedics, the, one of the most prestigious hospitals in the country. And it was actually called Nutrition for Healing. And it talked about the very critical role nutrition plays uh, when one is injured or having surgery. So the body is in a higher metabolic state. It's gone through a stress. It's working harder to, to heal. There's an increased risk of wound infection. You're overall fatigued. All of these things raise the body's nutritional needs beyond the baseline level of requirements. So whatever your baseline is, 
imagine in a in a traumatized state you need much more than that and the science has shown that we are actually on the whole nutritionally deficient so there was a study done by the journal nutrition recently of 16,000 Americans and i think it it was called overfed and undernourished and there's a documentary actually on this topic as well so we think just because we're eating three or four or five meals a day we're well nourished that they couldn't be further from the truth and that's why we have you know high obesity rates and in this particular study they show that you know as it relates to some very key nutrients we're all deficient and so if you combine those two factors the fact that our nutritional needs go up during surgery and the fact that we are nutritionally deficient this has been a big gap in medicine i suspect that's why you said at the outset this is becoming one of the hottest topics it's one of the key modifiable factors that we know now through the science that Mend is doing and others are doing we can actually change to create better patient outcomes so that's how it came to me my mother had cancer uh 10 years ago and i saw how beat up she was by the chemo nobody talked to her about nutritional optimization my brother fell from an 80 foot cliff he's a physical therapist and had to run his own business he had eight surgeries nobody talked to him about nutritional optimization and i'm thrilled that doctors like yourselves are really starting to recognize the value of this and and placing it uh, where it belongs in medicine. Yeah, so I think that um all those things you kind of hit on it's usually that personal story that kind of uh changes things around and it really kind of makes us kind of uh you kind of become a thought leader in that. So some of the ingredients I kind of want to dive in deep into mend itself yeah. and talk about some of the ingredients that are in there and maybe go like one by one and and talk about them. And then we'll kind of talk about what's the best way for for patients to use mend and what should they be using for different procedures other than cosmetic? Okay, yeah. so uh, let's talk about collagen. It, you know, there's there's some things on the market. But people sometimes like, well, I just get arnica bromelain. For some reason, my experience with patients using arnica and bromelain has not been as successful. But when they use Mend, there's like a remarkable difference in how they heal. I'll share an anecdote. Sure. I, I had a patient who bruised and bled with everything before I, I touched her, and she said that I cannot be treated. I cannot have anything done. Uh, because I'm going to bruise. I'm going to be swollen for four weeks, five weeks. And and so um, we did her procedure. Um, we used MEND before. And I said, let's just try this out. This is kind of when I was first using, getting used to MEND. That facelift, she maybe lost five drops of blood. And I was just like, wow, is this the same patient? She had all the classic right. signs of someone who bled red hair, usually bleed a little bit more, other things. And her healing was actually kind of like pretty non-eventful, and she was just amazed. Um, so I was like, "Wow, there's something, there's something going on in here." Hydrolyzed collagen. What is the collagen doing for our patients? Why is it? In? Yeah. First, so first, first of all, let me maybe start with sort of philosophically, um, you know, our approach and what we do to develop the formulation. So we always start with the subject matter experts uh, in a particular problem domain. and talk to them about what problem they're trying to solve. So for example, uh, when we think about orthopedics and we go to talk to somebody that's an ACL reconstruction surgeon, we say what problem are you seeing in that population? And one of the things that we hear in ACL reconstructions is we see a lot of significant muscle atrophy. And the presence of muscle atrophy can persist for years and it delays return of function. So we know that's the problem to be solved and then we work with our science board and we've been very deliberate about developing a diverse science board with immunologists with dietitians with naturopaths so that we can come at the problem from a multiple different angles to look at diverse ideas on how we solve that problem so as it relates to um uh you know men cosmetic in particular um we we 
formed a board of cosmetic surgeons who are noteworthy in their fields, just like just like you are. And one in particular has actually even written a book on the topic and how critical um, uh, nutrition is for healing cosmetic surgery. And partnering with our science board, we went at the problem. So what are the common things that patients in cosmetic surgery are looking for? It's a very, unlike orthopedic surgery, where it may be living beneath your pants, right? So you can't really see it. It's very overt and it's in your face and it's very visible. So patients want to heal fast. Uh, They want to limit bruising. They want to limit inflammation. And they're doing the procedure in the first place because they're trying to fix something. So they want to get the best results possible. So we, we look at the problem, we map it out and see what are the things that we're trying to achieve and where is the science? Where, where do we know that there are quality, published, randomized trials in peer-reviewed journals pointing to certain compounds and nutrients that can do the job? We don't put anything in our product unless it philosophically aligns with the fact that we want to be a natural product. We don't want to have anything artificial in there, but we also want to have nutrients in there that have strong science and strong support behind them. So when you talk about patients, and by the way, the anecdote that you shared is something we're hearing commonly. We had a, uh, a cosmetic surgeon that reached out to us and said that the last 10 rhinoplasty patients that he's performed a surgery on, he's seen literally no bruising, and he's blown away by it because typically his rhinoplasty patients get a lot of bruising. So we look at the problem holistically. So what are some of the things you need? You need glutamine in your system because your body's been through a lot of shock. If you're just doing an Arnica and a hydrolyzed collagen solution, you're not going to get the benefits of a glutamine, which is going to address the shock to your body. Similarly, our arginine has shown similar benefits in terms of its ability to address um, the, uh, the immune, immune impacts to, uh, to your system. Zinc is a wound healing agent. So when you look at these nutrients in combination, uh, and we know that your body needs elevated levels of those, I think that's perhaps the reason you're seeing overall better response to healing versus just taking Arnica alone. Um, It's a solution that's more comprehensive, addressing all of the key nutrients that we know your body is deficient in and needs when it's going through the healing process. Which makes sense. I think when when you work out, you have to kind of like, if you don't eat the proper things afterwards, uh, you're not going to recover properly. And if surgery is like working out times a hundred or thousand, it seems like right. you would want to take the right supplements then, um, so which makes sense to me that collagen, protein complex, glutamine, arginine, these are kind of building blocks to kind of facilitate healing. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. So collagen, as we know, is you know, it's critical for maintaining healthy skin, joints, blood, and, t- and, and just the, the integrity of the vessel walls. Um, there, there are many things we don't know about it, but there are some research pointing to its uh, role in increased bone and cartilage health. So um, when you take collagen combined with some of the BCAAs, the amino acids, and the protein, we know there's tissue healing, healing benefits to that. So that's, that's what we try to do is we look at which nutrients have the really strong foundational research that, that will help to solve some of these, these key challenges. Um, and some of, some of the other things that are in there that I'm, I'm kind of impressed with, like vitamin A, I think it's uh, with skin and with bone and, and formation. That's a, that's a nice element in there. Um, why was that important? I, I think it's a nice thought. I don't think anyone else has vitamin A and uh, vitamin C in there. Yeah, so we also look at you know how some of these nutrients work together because that's critical. So getting getting nutrients that are that are complementary um, to each other. So vitamin A supplementation has been shown to improve you know collagen synthesis and cross-linking. So when you look at collagen collagen and how that works with vitamin A, that's one of the reasons. We have that, you know, that nutrient in there, and then other benefits include 
uh, inhibition of you know just uh, just wound healing, uh, facial wound healing, and um, and uh, there's there's study. I'm just reading this here now in front of me. Um, it, vitamin A supplementation of 25,000 IU before and after selective surgery is, is usually recommended, and um, for the most for the most part, it's really looking at how a nutrient combines and works with another nutrient versus working in isolation by itself. Um, so, so I think it's interesting that all these things kind of in complex together. So it's not just, um, you know, Arnica bromelain. I think it's this combination of, uh, of things together, which makes it such a powerful agent uh, for patients to take. Um, is there a best practice? So for patients, someone's going to have a procedure done. When should they begin? How often should they take this? And then when should they end? Yeah, I mean, so, uh, you know, ideally, we want to get you nutritionally optimized as soon as, soon as possible. Um, but we know that that's not always practical, uh, depending on when you're visiting with your doctor, when the surgery is scheduled. We typically recommend that you start um, to take MEND or take your whatever nutritional optimization strategy you're, you're pursuing at least one week pre-surgery and continue through the acute phase, which typically lasts at least six weeks. So you continue to support your body with nutritional optimization during, during, that, during that period. So one week pre, pre six weeks post. And it all depends on the individual's nutritional status. Um, but generally what we've seen in clinical studies and clinical trials is beginning as early as one week pre, pre-surgery and uh, continuing as little as two weeks post, but ideally six weeks post does, does the job. And anecdotally, do you notice any difference from people? Because uh, you have probably a larger database of obviously other patients using men. Do you notice a difference in people using it three weeks, four weeks prior versus one week prior? Or is it more important to use it longer post? Uh, or it's kind of individualized most of the surgeons we speak to um will will suggest that minimum they're they're recommending the patients take it six weeks post but adherence is always a challenge because particularly with you know something like cosmetic surgery where as soon as you see the inflammation go down you're like or the bruising go down you're like well do i really need this anymore um and so you know if if if, uh patients feel confident that they that you know they've gotten the results in three weeks post then then that's great but we think the the really, the healing process and the body's nutritional needs continue well past that, and we would recommend at least a six weeks post intervention. Now, some of our patients are taking supplements already. Um, are there any mm-hmm. supplements that you know that would be kind of like not work well with men or think they should avoid? No, I mean these are all really safe nutrients. Uh, they're all well studied. Uh, there are no known contraindications. No known. Uh, uh, you know, reactions or, uh, you know, challenges with it. Now, having said that, there may be, for example, if you're already taking a collagen, you may need to, you know, just stop taking that during during the period where you're taking men because it already serves the needs for the collagen. If you're taking a vitamin C, perhaps you don't need to take that. But there's nothing in the product that we would say, you know, if you're taking another supplement would be unsafe to take with men because you're only taking it during that acute period. So this is not a prolonged strategy. Uh, where you're taking men for that long period of time. And, and that's the advice we give our patients is if you're taking other supplements, just stop them because you don't need them. And you want all yeah. your attention to be focused on on, on what men's going to do for you. And that way we know what's going in your system. It's going to be pure. And then afterwards you can kind of resume things. Uh, that exactly. You really did. I think that's the right advice, yeah. Um, is there any person uh, who should not use men? Yeah, but I, I think going back to my comment, um, it's it's a very safe product. Uh, but we, we like to err on the side of caution. So we generally say that nursing mothers should avoid taking the product and, and you know, folks under the age of 18 just because there aren't 
there isn't sufficient clinical data and, and in the form of clinical trials in these populations that we would feel comfortable saying that it's safe. But generally, it's a very safe product, and, and we don't think that you know, folks with certain health conditions will, um, will, will have any risks. And I'm guessing the cosmetic market for nursing mothers and pregnant mothers is going to be pretty low anyways. <laughs> Hopefully. Probably, probably pretty low, yes. So that's, that's exactly right. Um, so if someone is coming in for, um, let's say they're coming in for a joint replacement, um, could they use the men cosmetic or should they use the, should they use the proper men for them? So if, if an, um, for example, one of the people in my office, um, he actually set up the video call, Rob, he's having um, uh, something with his knee. Sorry, I'm not an orthopedic surgeon. Um, could he use our men cosmetic or should he see, dial things back and say, let me just get you on men orthopedic or men regenerate or men uh, joint replacement? Um, yeah, it's a good question. Again, I think it goes back to the specific problem we're trying to solve. So, for example, we're working on a product that's specific to concussions and TBI. And there is specific um, challenges that relates to CNS you know, damage and uh, neurological damage that there are, there, are, there are nutrients and there's research that shows that certain compounds will actually be neuroprotective, neuroreparative, neuroregenerative. Now, we wouldn't tell those patients to take cosmetic because it has none of those exactly. nutrients in it. So we're, we're, we're targeting very, one of the things that's I think unique about our company is rather than look to have a broad-based system-wide solution that's just a protein shake that gets your calories up and protein up, we're looking at very specific targeted solutions. And so in the case of the knee patient, if they're having an ACL or they're having joint replacement, we know muscle atrophy is going to be a significant concern, and we have a separate solution for that. So we would recommend that. Now, we do have Regenerate as a product that we, we generally recommend as a post, as a lifestyle product, because um, of the combination of nutrients and the set of health benefits that that product provides. Um, so we call it 33 Nutrients for Peak Health, and it's designed for muscle health. It's designed for um, uh, gut health. It's designed for cardiovascular health and so on and so forth. So it's just a fantastic once-a-day product, and that's something that everyone can go to. But during the acute phase, we have very, very targeted solutions that solve very, very specific problems. And that was actually my next question because a lot of my patients who take MEND like the way they feel with it, which sounds um, like – and so they're like, what can I do on a daily basis? So I think the Regenerate is new, correct? It's, it's, so it's relatively new. It won anti-aging product a year, and it is now utilized by, even though we developed it for medicine, it's utilized by 30-plus pro sports teams, utilized by the Special Forces of the U.S. military for performance. Uh, we think it's one of a kind in the industry as a once-a-day product. Um, and, uh, you know, we continue to hear feedback from folks from – a wide range of audiences from everyone from retirees to elite athletes that are taking that product daily and experiencing benefits. We've converted many, many of, you know, person that, um, that's in the, in the field of medicine, uh, to taking that product. Um, it's, it's just outstanding. And yeah, we would recommend that after you get off of cosmetic and you, you know, you're the, the job of healing is done that if you want a once a day wellness product that regenerate is probably the right product, product, product to take. Yeah, and if we can dive in a couple of those ingredients on there that um, sure. you have uh, green tea extract, resveratrol, um, coenzyme Q10, yeah. grapeseed extract. I mean, these are all fantastic products. Creatine, which I'm a big fan of creatine because especially as we get older, um, uh, we lose muscle mass, and it's a way of kind of holding onto that muscle mass. 
Um, so all great things to um, have in a daily supplement. And rather than taking 20 supplements, which is what most of us do, take one supplement that does kind of everything for yeah. you. Well, so, so to that point, so the reason we developed Regenerate was we had many patients coming into an orthopedic environment that were old and showing, uh, showing frailty. Uh, they were at risk for sarcopenia, which is aging-related muscle loss. So for those who are listening to this podcast that don't know what that is, by the time we turn uh, in our 30s, we, we generally start to lose muscle mass, and it can accelerate. And you know, over the course of decades, you can lose 5 to 10% of your muscle mass. And when we get into our elder years, if we don't take care of that, that leads to frailty, and it's a very insidious path that we find ourselves down where frailty leads to just loss of basic, you know, quality of life, basic ability to do things. So sarcopenia is something we want to get on top of early, and all the latest science is showing that really we can, through a nutritional intervention and having a more active lifestyle, we can actually reverse sarcopenia. So Regenerate was developed for that. So it was developed to address aging-related muscle loss. So when you see some of the nutrients in there, like a glutamine, like a creatine, like an HMB, these are all nutrients that have been shown uh, through a number of clinical trials to address the muscle needs that we're trying to address. And then we've added things to optimize the, the ability of the body to absorb these nutrients. So, for example, one of the nutrients that we have in there is called aminogen. And what it has shown through clinical trials to do, it's a patent, patented enzyme, is to break down those amino acids and make them more bioavailable so they get into the bloodstream better. And so that's one of the key challenges that we try to address when we're you know, getting older is to get, get the nutrients into the body. So there's, there's a lot in that product to help us address muscle health. And then we thought, wait, if this is, you know, this is an elder audience, shouldn't we also put into this product some of the other things we're taking off the shelf that we know are anti-aging, that provide anti-aging health benefits, like the green tea extract, like the grapeseed extract, like the resveratrol, like the CoQ10. These are all very well-established nutrients. So to your point, instead of going to a store and spending hundreds of dollars on these other nutrients, We've created a product that works together. The nutrients are complementary. It's optimized, and you're spending $60 for something that lasts a month versus $100 to take several several separate, separate supplements. One of the reasons I also think not just because it has all this kind of complex ingredients that works together. Do you think the fact that it's kind of more likely to be absorbed if it's kind of in a it's in a powder and it's kind of mixed and it's in a liquid versus just taking a pill? I think they've done some absorption studies on just pills alone. And it's a lot less absorbed than people think versus I think when it's in a nutrient format, like in, in more of like a, a drink and it's powdered and it's dissolved over such a period, I feel like you're going to absorb more from a common sense stand, standpoint than just taking a pill. True or anything well, like furthermore, well, yes. And the, the, the big problem with pills is, you know, the average pill at the, at the extreme end can have maybe 1.5 grams of product, right? So if you think about that, in a single serving of men, you're getting, you know, 30 grams of nutrients. You would need to take uh, 15 pills to get the equivalent. So a lot of these these pills that are you know, offering supposedly offering these benefits just simply do not have the necessary quantity of the right nutrients to provide the benefits that they claim. So that's something that I would ask your audience and listeners to be very very careful about is the products that they're picking up off the shelf. Do they have the right quantities of the right nutrients? to actually provide the help, and many pills do not. And then further, to your point, when you take a glass of men in a smoothie or a shake with your dinner, you're just optimizing absorption, and, and that's going to add to you know, the benefit of the product. You're, you're absolutely correct there.
So, so when you deal with some patients of ours are really taste averse. So are there yes. any, any tips to say, okay, here's mend and here's the best way if you're super taste averse, um, the best way to mix it, some kind of tips on that. Yeah. So what I, so one of the things that we tell patients is we as a company have always opted for efficacy as our number one goal. And so we always start with the science, the right level and quantity of the right nutrients um, and then we are a natural company, so we don't put artificials in. So one of the areas we have, quite frankly, compromises on taste. And so you'll have other products out there that taste better, but then they have nowhere near the right level of nutrients or, or, or quantity. And they're using all kinds of artificial fillers and other things to make it taste great. So what, what we've done is that we'll be natural, we'll have the right level of the right nutrients, but then we'll ask our patients to blend it into a smoothie and we'll help them with that, with that process so they can make it taste real great. So we hired a chef and he's you know, developed uh, a number of recipes that can be very easy to make. Like for example, something as simple as blending it with a banana and peanut butter, it can be very tasty. So we're constantly publishing these and we would ask you know, your, your listeners to go to our website, men.me, and there's a, there's a tab there for recipes. They can email us directly at info at men.me and we'd be happy to send recipes that, um, that make the product really enjoyable to take. And uh, actually, my standpoint is I've taken Mend, and I actually didn't mind the way it tasted, but I mixed it with my smoothie. And yeah. um, so I didn't notice any taste with it. And I'm, I'm used to taking supplements and all that. And um, I did it before my hair procedure. Um, so again, my story is I normally bruise uh, easily. Uh, so I was really worried about my downtime with having a hair transplant. So I was going to do it. I did it on a Friday. And the first thing they noticed, and mine is actually all live. It's on Instagram. It's, it's, it's on my website. So you can actually see what there's really not much bleeding at all. And again, is that me, uh, my normal natural state? I don't think so. Um, so I was super enhanced. Funny that you say that. But yeah, I'm, I'm about to do the exact same thing <laughs> in about a week, uh, actually uh, on the 17th. And I'm going to do exactly what you did. I'm going to start taking my mend probably a week and a half uh, before my procedure. And I'm going to film the whole thing. I'm happy to share that with your uh, with your listeners and viewers, and we can see how my healing goes. But I can tell you now, having heard your story so many times from so many people, that this is not um, something in your head. This is not placebo. This is really happening. The science is there. We've done enough randomized trials now, looked at enough clinical data. Nutritional optimization with the right key nutrients enhances healing. That's the bottom line. It works. This is not myth. This is, this is a real deal. Well, I think... Uh... In that recovery profile in the year 2019, all of our patients should be thinking about it. If they want to recover and recover fast and recover the right way, they should do it the right way, which I think is mend. Um, so um, amazing product. I've used it myself. I've used it with my patients and love it. Um, where do you see uh, mend going in, in the future? Or where do you see the future of aesthetics going? Yeah, thank you. Well, first of all, again, thank you for having us. And we think this is an important topic. One of the articles that we recently published is what we call changing rice to nicer. Old adage and that we've you know, perhaps heard in high school, which is, you know, when you're injured, you want to put uh, rest, ice, compression, elevation. And that's kind of what supports healing. We think the, the missing letter has been N, which is nutrition. So we're changing the acronym to nicer, which is nutrition first, um, ice, compression, rest, elevation. And we think that's the future. And, and I can tell you, having now spent the better part of a year being in major hospitals across the country, talking to the, the leading orthopedic surgeons, the leading this, that, the other, you're absolutely right at the beginning of this uh, podcast that um, nutrition is a very hot topic. The science is now there. It's established. This is a cornerstone and foundation of healing. 
And we hope that you know more and more um, cosmetic practices recognize this and incorporate it because it's the right thing to do for patients, and it's going to create better outcomes and better better patient experience. Amazing. Um, I might steal that acronym. That's an awesome one, and so Please much do. information. Cool. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Shaw. Appreciate you having us. Thank you for listening to another episode of Masters of Beauty. If you like this episode and don't want to miss out on the next, be sure to subscribe right here where you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you really want to help the show out, leave us a five-star review and a comment or possible topics that you would love to hear Dr. Shaw discuss. We love hearing from you. To find out the latest updates from Dr. Shaw and Shaw Aesthetics, you can follow us on Instagram at Shaw Aesthetics and on YouTube at youtube.com slash Anil R. Shaw. You can find these links and any other links mentioned by Dr. Shaw and his guests during this episode in the show notes. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on Masters of Beauty. Thank you.